If you ever feel like you need food for your soul, turn on your radio and let the truth be told. Giving you the raw to keep you informed. Running in our way, our platform. Black excellence, a generation move. Give fuel to the youth until they minds like the room. Rock is the rebel, spit knowledge, keep the game up like a kettle, take it to another level. Dub City, the experience, no lie. Been around, move the game like a Jedi. Hot Rod, the wisdom of the killer, then wake they mind up, you have no choice but to fill them. Three minds are better than one, the collective. Three points of view for the one, our perspective. So put your fist up if you with me. I ain't in the clan, but I brought my hood with me. Yo, 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 damn it, man, it's your boy. Rock, hell, y'all talking about? Got a hot rod in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up city in the building. What's up, everybody? They got that black Nick at night in the daytime. What it do? What it do? And today's show is brought to you in part by Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get them feet beat while you wait on that meat. <laughs> straight up. Oh, straight up. Oh, get them feet beat while you waiting on that meat. Oh, straight up. They, they good meat. The long way. The long straight up, huh? All right. <laughs> Alright man, on today's show man We got a special show for y'all today Today's show is called The One That Got Away Today's show is about The One That Got Away I don't think I can make it more clear than that Unless, you know Yeah, I'll leave it at that so, uh, <laughs> I, you know, uh, everybody got You know, a story about the one that got away And, um all this stuff is off the top, man. You know, we coming out the top with it, man. So, uh, you know, and it coming from the heart, coming from a sincere place. Sincere, nigga, we sincere. Sincere, huh? So, uh, we got the boy Doug City. He gonna kick us off. Then, you know, I will. <laughs> I'll take y'all on a walk down memory lane. And then Nicky at night. Yeah, y'all and gonna have to skip on my Huh? Y'all gonna have to skip down memory lane on line. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> skip it. And then Hot Raw gonna end us off. Yes, sir. So, sensitivity over there. I'm about to uh pass the mic over to Dove City. He gonna take a sip of uh spice wrong. I can't see that. And he gonna get to telling y'all. About the one that got away. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you see, to the Dub City. All right, the one that got away. Chill. 
The one that got away from me, I would have to say is. What's his name, Mike? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, her name is Shanice Felder. Alright. Where that bitch at? Oh. <laughs> got him, go. <laughs> he stopped. Got him, go. But he ain't know what to say to you. Oh, see, oh, oh, see, oh, shit, oh, shit. I think I'm gonna take another drink. <laughs> Before I start my story off of that one. Alright, but anyway. When I first seen Shanice, I think it was ninth grade. At that particular time, it was more like a, I was in stalker mode because at that time, it was like, well, how do you approach a chick at that time? Especially if you have a crush and all that kind of shit or whatever. And you know they got therapy groups for stalkers, right? Yeah, but... But Sometimes you got to go through your stalker mode. Your stalker mode. <laughs> oh, 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 that shit got down, that shit. You, you, know, you know, basically, in that confidence, that's that's all that is. Right. Oh, so so it's more of you building your confidence than stalker. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so, okay, we good. We good. We good. <laughs> I mean, at that time, you, you might see a chick and you might be like, man, I like her and stuff. But, you know, if... If you still trying to find your way or whatever, sometimes you might hold back. Yeah. Or you might just be like. Plus, age got a lot to do with it. And the age as well, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, I'm following you now. I, I got you. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we didn't really officially meet like that until, like, 10th grade. And 10th grade, you know, we took Spanish class together, and we used to always trip, get a bag of Skittles, Joan people, you know, Joan each other. You know, it was like a real good friendship, only because at the time she was dating somebody. Oh, beast mode mm-hmm. head So with her dating somebody, you know, the only thing we could be was friends at that time. And since she was so cool, we shared the same type of personality. Yeah. We both was goofy as fuck. You know, uh, it was pretty cool. You know. Yeah. So. Um, so eventually, after she broke up with the guy, and you know, I shot my shot. Shoot the J, shoot it. At that particular time, it's like, how do I now switch from friend mode to actually like boyfriend mode? Because sometimes when you, the, the first way, the first time you meet a chick, sometimes it's hard to convert over to however you meet the chick. So yep. if y'all on some more. Uh, yeah, yeah, like if y'all yeah. on some um, <laughs> friends with benefits type uh, time, and then later on you try to be in a relationship, and then you find out, damn, I, I can't even stand this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. only because y'all agree with the friends with benefits type of relationship at the time, you know. So anyway, uh, when we was kicking it, one one particular moment I do remember was she. Her favorite rapper at the time was T.I. And I was working at KFC over there off of Cascade. Uh And one morning I was on my way to work and I got off the bus and I used to always stop at the gas station across the street from uh, KFC. And it would just so happen T.I. was over there pumping gas. So I was like, oh shit, that's what's up. So 
Uh, I went in the store, bought some gum, and then I was like, hey, what's up, T.I., you know? Uh, hey, man, I'm a huge fan and stuff like that. And then my dumb ass gonna say some shit like, hey, man, my girl, man, she, man, she love you, man. You know? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> so... So, so you gonna get this nigga yogurt, dude? Like, hey, dog, come get her from me. Ti looked at me, and he had this smirk on his face, like, yeah, nigga, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, he dapped me up and shit. He's like, I right, appreciate it, man. And then he told me to be easy, cause you know that's a song that he had out at the time. Yeah, so a little, yeah. little slick promotion little or slip whatever. Promotion, yeah. But it worked though, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. But when I was crossing the street and I was thinking like, why did I just say that shit? I just say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did I just put her in his hand? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> when I told her about it, you know, she thought it was real cool and slick and she was laughing about shit too. But I was like, God damn, why the fuck did I say some shit like that? But but anyway. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, uh, everything was cool until I fucked it up. Cause like I said, I was struggling with the whole thing of just converting shit over to boyfriend mode to friendship mode. Oh, so you was putting yourself in the friend zone? Nah, you 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 was still acting as a friend, but then trying to right trying to be a man. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying. Like you know, when you're trying to convert over to the boyfriend. It's certain shit you can't do no more. He put himself back in the friend zone. That was it. Right. I think I, I think I did put myself back in the friend zone. Mm. But anyway, I remember one Sunday night I was talking to her on the phone, and I was on like the landline phone. And like I said, y'all remember, you know, the landline phone and shit like that. <laughs> so uh, at the time, Metro PCS was just coming out, and that phone ended up ringing. And it was another chick on the phone. Yeah. So, you know, I told Shanice to hold on, and I answered the uh, Metro PCS. And, you know, I set the landline phone on the bed, and I went over near the closet to answer the Metro <laughs> the Metro phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thinking, all right, well, shit, she probably won't hear my conversation. So a friend of mine who was on that phone, she was saying she was just getting ready to, you know, take a bath. And, you know, she was just checking in or whatever. So, uh, you know how the crazy shit that we talk about when, you know, a female is getting, you know, in the tub and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so we respond to the situation. Huh? <laughs> right. Let me see them titty. So, you know, uh, you know, it was a quick 10 minutes. A quick 10 minutes. I'm all, all right. into the conversation. You said a quick ten minutes. <laughs> hey. Ten minutes is a long time to be holding for something. <laughs> ten minutes in my head and ain't gonna fall by. Thirty minutes. So, <laughs> you know how the landline phone is when you, when somebody hang up and the shit remains hang, hung up for a minute. It make that little sound, right? <laughs> so I heard that sound. I was like, oh shit! You know, I forgot home was on the phone. So. I hung up with her and then I called Shanice back. And when I called Shanice back, I was like, hey, you know, uh, why you hang up? I and don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> she said, um, shit, don't play with me and hung up. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit, I think she probably heard my conversation. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, let me call back again. So when I called back again, she was like, I heard the whole fucking thing and hung up. 
So I'm like, well, all right, it's not in my best interest to even call back again. <laughs> that nigga hard mind to drop like a motherfucker. Right. So I said, well, let me just goddamn, you know, let that shit rest over and I'll deal with it tomorrow. So anyway, we go back to school the next day and shit, B-Rock know how after B-Lunch, we always leave and go to Greenbrow Mall. Yeah. What we call the Max. Max. You know? So uh, we chilling in the food court and shit. And you know how it's just so noisy and shit in the food court. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I just heard it just went silent for just a quick minute. And I heard, all right, let me hold on real quick. Let me handle this real quick. And it was Shanice's best friend. And she came over and confronted me. I just felt somebody just pushing me in the back. And old girl was just going off. She just sounded like a chihuahua. Just yapping off and it was like people was holding up back and all this kind of shit you like i don't like the way you did my friend and all this kind of stuff and i was like damn like i mean the shit seemed kind of fun in a way <laughs> because it's like well, damn you know people looking like damn what the fuck that nigga did like, you know. so anyway <laughs> but it wasn't fun after we got kicked out of Greenbrier mall because of that situation or whatever but but that situation kind of showed me that, all right, well, damn, well, when I did that tushin' these, it showed me that, all right, well, shit, home really did, you know, have feelings, and she did kind of was really trying to invest in the, in the situation we was in. Yeah. So, you know, I really felt real bad about it. But, you know, a week or so went by and stuff, and I apologized to her, but... After that situation happened, shit, I was in the friend zone forever after that shit right there. And it's like, well, damn, I pretty much blew my chance, you know? But um, but after that, man, everything was just real cool. Like, uh, whatever she had going on, she, you know, she would hit me up, ask me for advice. We used to always talk, kick it. Uh, we had a good time in Washington, you know, high school doing, you know, uh, summer school and shit you know uh, we even shared the situation where her ex-boyfriend and my ex-girlfriend was cousins you know what i'm saying and that shit <laughs> that fuck? was so fucking weird you yeah, know I was saying, damn, <laughs> wait a minute ain't that ironic like, right you know so we was able to share that kind of shit together but 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 that over- nigga was in the true definition of friends on right 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 but overall man like even here to this day if i even see her in the streets or whatever she is just so cool to where hey man we'll just always be cool you know yeah. but you know i did have that attraction and i did like her in that way so i definitely consider her as the one that got away so let me ask you this when was the last time you seen her Last time I seen her, as a matter of fact, I was working at St. Uh, Joe's Hospital. <laughs> I always call it St. Joe's Hospital. But anyway, uh, she was actually working there as well. So one time when I did see her, I think she was working in one of the administration offices. What year was it? Maybe 14, maybe 2014, maybe. But um, we hooked up, you know, we had lunch or whatever after uh, her shift. And, you know, we, we do what we normally do. You know, we'll go eat something, chill. Do friends on shit. Yeah, 
friend, oh, friend okay. zone gotcha. shit, you know. Gotcha. Got but, it, <laughs> but to this day, you know, uh, like she got a daughter and all this kind of stuff, and whatever situation she in right now, you know, hey, it seems cool. I'm happy for her, and even if I see her again, you know, it'll, you know, it'll be the same thing, you know. That's what's up, man. That was up right now, man. Love is in Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> Old so, is on there, Lonnie. All right, so Shanice, if you out there, hit me up. My number is 470. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, come back. Yeah. <laughs> Sing it, nigga. All that nigga. Back. All that nigga enemies and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yo, yo, nigga, I got your number, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nigga, I bet yeah. you thought I was Shanice, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nigga, hey, nigga, this Shanice. Nigga. <laughs> hey, you have to shoot a motherfucker after that. Hell yeah, no. Wait, but you was a girl. No, nigga. Hey, that nigga can't even call the police because you publicly put it out there. <laughs> Damn. They gonna sound like no little kid. Hey, stop playing on my goddamn phone. Man, all right, all right. Well, <clears throat> I'm up next. Uh, 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 uh. God damn it, nigga! Don't me, 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 me. All right, well, um, my story ain't as in depth, but uh, I feel like this woman is the one that got away, uh, and that woman is Kateria Jordan. Uh oh. Okay. Where the bitch uh, <laughs> Where that bitch at? Alright, uh, Kateria Jordan, man. I met her in, um, I think I met her in seventh grade. I'm not too sure about seventh grade, but definitely eighth grade. Um, they started, I guess, preparing us for high school then. So they started putting us on the, the, with two hour blocks and stuff like that. Yeah. What was this? Uh, it? Shit. Uh, it was at Silver Middle School. Everybody that went to Silver Middle School, shout out to y'all. I hate them two hour blocks, folks. So, huh? Fuck all y'all. I ain't go to Silver. Yeah, you talking about? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Silver. All right, so we, they was trying to prepare us for high school. Hey, very. And um, they started us on a two hour block and everything. And they split us up in groups. You had the blue group, you had the green group, and you had the brown group. <laughs> oh, I know your ass was in the brown. Oh, dude, brown ass, I think Katiri was in the. She was in the top group. I know yeah. she was in the top she was group. In the blue, I think the blue group was the top group. Hey, on that no, brown no, group, no. that shit. Oh. The green group was the top group. Yeah, hey. I was in the blue group. And the blue group was the second group. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was in the brown. He was in that brown, that bullshit, huh? Turn over. And they put that nigga out in the bottom, huh? Turn over. You do that bullshit, we're going to put you in that brown, boy. What? <laughs> hey, what is the color that we can? Hell end? no. The, the lowest goddamn <laughs> students do brown. Hey, I got you, doo doo brown. Do brown. Black went bad enough, God damn. Right. Right. Like, no, black black can be a pretty color. What oh, color is ugly? Yeah. We, we, we ain't gonna do black because these niggas is black. Do the closest thing, we'll do brown. Closest as shit we can say. Do brown. 
God damn. I, I remember that nigga was in the brown group, folks. Never mind these ignorant ass niggas. <laughs> oh shit, ass nigga. Nah, he said he remember that one. I was in the brown group. You don't remember shit ever, but you remember that brown group, though? Not because I was academically challenged. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I just wasn't interested in a lot of that shit. Right. <laughs> so a lot of us who just came in now and BS around. So y'all niggas that wasn't shit, that wasn't gonna know, be shit. Was is what it? they're trying to say. <laughs> nah, I would say that, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm successful. Huh? No, no, no. That's what they they labeled y'all as. <laughs> they labeled that based on the, how we were acting. <laughs> and them niggas that ain't shit. So that brown you had the group <laughs> niggas just ain't got brown shit. group. Y'all were the niggas that was sitting in the class jawing all the time. We were jawing all the time, still out of time. The blue group was the them, them what we gonna call the blue group. Them now we were the B student. They were the B student. They were the BC student. They were the bougie niggas, huh? The, yeah. They were the bougie niggas. The uh, the green was the nerd. Just. I won't say nerds, but they, they were just top smart people. people. Yeah, they was the top. They was the top people. They was the one that come in and do their work. They was coming and do that shit. It was, male, it was more of the A. Yeah, it group, was more of the, the B group. And then the, the E group. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, they, the A group, the B group, then the D group. Yeah, like it was like that for real. And, um, and no, I mean, don't get it twisted. You had people that was in the brown group that had the potential to be in the green group. Oh, they had potential, but they weren't. No, no, they actually, like, but he just wasn't focused. You know what I'm saying? I got you, man. I was, so, I, I mean, even though I was in the brown group, the teachers, I was cool with everybody. I, like I was that. Little so, when it uh, came out to it, <clears throat> I knew uh, Kateria and everything. And I was really digging her, man. She was, like, just real chocolate, man. Like, she was chocolate as hell. Like, she chocolate, like dark chocolate. You know what I'm talking about? Sexual chocolate. Yeah, she was Sexual chocolate. chocolate. She was chocolate, chocolate but yeah. it was a beautiful chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Thick and chocolate. my thing was always light-skinned chicks. You know what I'm saying? But when I seen her, I always I had a crush on the chick from Escape, the, the, the lead singer at the time. And, you know, she like a BBW at the time, but they before they started saying BBW. But I had a, you know, attraction to her, and then she could sing like hell. And during that time, Katiria reminded me of her. Yeah, she do kind of favor her. Yeah, so I was like, damn, she kind of, you know what I'm saying? You know, her saying to me like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so by us being in separate groups, we wasn't well, hold really. Hold up, man. Hold up. The funny thing about that shit, because you remember Candy from Escape, she used to have like that that short hairstyle, uh-huh. and Shanice had that same kind of hairstyle, and that's and that's what I can kind of compare her to. Yeah, yeah. Reminiscing that, that shit is kind of weird. Hey, I think hey. during that time, Escape <laughs> had came out with. Is it off the hook album, they second album, or was it traces of my lipstick? It was the oh, second no, or the third album. Hold on, hold on, nigga. Wait, what year was this? This was If you was in middle grade. school, nigga, it definitely wasn't traces of my lipstick. It was like 96, 97, 98. That was it like should have been, been off the hook album, nigga. It was in what? I was in 97. No, that was eighth grade. Yeah, that was eighth grade. That was 97. That should have been off the hook album around that era. 
Well, because I remember, I remember MC Light. MC Light had that song featured. Yeah, she yeah. had that yeah, song Because yeah, yeah. we, we was in high saying? school when um that that run to the arms the one that love you shit. We was in high school when that shit came out, and that oh, was off that uh and that was off Trace of my little yeah. shit. Okay, so so it was off the hook, man. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that worked me slowly. She reminded me of that, and you know what I'm saying. I was like, damn, you know, I'm really feeling this shit. But by the groups always being. They always having those particular groups. I'm like, damn, I can't even really get near her. And like Doug said, I was in that stalker mode, homie. Yeah. So it was like, damn, I just, I just hope she just look at me. When she look at me, I'm just, you know what I mean? Just nodding my head, you know what I'm saying? Like just squinching wow. your eyes, trying to lock that eye. Hopefully you weren't giving that look. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that nigga look hey. like he busting a nut, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, huh? Hey, if continue to remember, it was a, it was a sexy look. <laughs> anyway, man, what they did one day was they tried blending the groups, so they switched it up. So you had a class where you had some blue, green, and brown folks in the class. And they just try to work it like that to so see what the brown folks would they get more focus around people that wasn't really trying to play. They really focused on doing their work and stuff. So would they help yeah. the brown people focus? And just so happened, she was in one of them classes, oh, and we was in Mr. Dawson class. And Mr. Dawson was like one of he was like a favorite teacher to everybody. That was a cool saying? motherfucker, right there. Dude is really a good teacher, man. Shout out to Mr. Dawson. Dude really made me. Understand math and percentages and all the things like that. I got that one I question for you. You you remember that credit card story? Oh man! Hey, he told a story about when he first got a credit card and he bought some J's and all that stuff, and he ended up. Long story short, he ended up getting raw to beat up out of the party. But <laughs> he was like, he was, at first he was like, I'm the freshest dude in the party. He got beat up, man. And it, hey man, it was so funny, man. Yeah, that was a funny. They raw and took the credit card, took your J's. All that jump, man. At first, you got to see how he do it because he's from up north. So you got to see how he was walking and stuff when he had on the shoes and how he was walking after they took the shoes. And, and the mere and, fact the uh, <laughs> dude was applying for credit cards, he thought they were just giving out free money. Yeah, and he, he had to pay the shit back. So y'all yeah. was in the same class. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we rotated the same teachers. Yeah, I was in, like, I took Mr. Dawson, but like I said, with the blue group. Yeah, like I said, he okay. was in the brown group. Okay, so, gotcha, gotcha. So, they so pretty much like he that. was like Mr. King from there. Rest in peace, Mr. King. Yeah, cool Jesus. Yeah, yeah, but he was funny. He, he had a little, he had a little edgy a method to how he yeah, teach. Yeah, he, he had okay. a way to really. Pull he caught your attention. He caught your attention. Okay, okay, bet. Um, so we was in the class. Kateri finding the class. Finally get to start talking to Katir. Then you know how back then you had the puppy love and stuff. Y'all playing with each other and all that. All that stuff. So I'm playing with her. And they look at her like, man, y'all silly. Y'all always playing. But apparently, how it normally works, you're attracted to your opposite. So you head on straight doing your work. I'm in here clowning. But it was an attraction there. So... Next thing you know, we start communicating, communicating, and then she had a best friend named Lanidra. Uh, but wait, and, but hold on, she, she also had a best friend named Devin. 
You remember yeah, Devin? Yeah, she had the best friend. Her, her Light friend. Light skin. Light skin Devin. It's De- Devin Relaford. Yeah, I remember yeah. Devin, man. She had Dele- Devin, Lanidra, and Laquita Arms. And I think Ashley Reed, too, that was one of the dream members. Ashley used to play basketball. Yeah, I remember. Um, I think they, they was like a little click of them. Gotcha. And uh, so when I started talking to her, I know Lanisha was around a lot. I went to uh, elementary school with uh, Ateria and Devin. Oh, really? Uh-huh. They used to be like real tight. Real oh, wow. Tight. He was in the uh, friend zone the whole time. They don't even know. No, no, no. I, 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 I wanted like, if they still hang out now. Yeah, oh, I, I wanted I too. Yeah. So we was in the class and... When they started blending the groups like that, that gave me the opportunity to be around them. So I started getting to know her more, getting that access to her to play with her, choke around with her, this and that. I don't remember all the details of how I ended up getting a number, but it was the same situation where you being a friend, but you know you like this person, but then I'm scared to ask for the number. Then, uh, so during the school year, we in the process of getting to know each other, know each other, know each other, playing. Then it got to a point where I'm seeing on the hall, we smiling at each other. You, know, you can just tell, okay, yeah, they really like each other, but they just won't make a move. During that time, young gun was shooting dog water. I wasn't even thinking about, you know what I'm saying, like really pursuing it like that, you know what I'm saying? So I think by the end of the year, when everybody was about to, you know, split up and go their separate ways and stuff like that, I think we had like little yearbooks or whatever for, oh, we had like, we made like little bootleg yearbooks and stuff for the eighth grade. And then she ended up signing in the book, you know how they put the KIT to keep in touch? Yeah, yeah. I remember that, man. Yeah, yeah and she put her number in that mug. So I was like, oh snap. But at first it was just like, we was in the class and everybody just passed around a book. You just signed it or whatever the case. I think it's something the teachers got us together to put, yeah. to make our little scrapbook or something like that to remember our friends. And she, had that, and she had that KIT in there. And the trip part of the day, to this day, you might call me a hoarder. You still got that book. I still got the folders from oh, middle wow. school. Yeah. I have her old 755 number in that mother. Damn, man. So uh, I still got those books from that time. The folders, like it's because I kept a lot of my old raps when I first started rapping and all this stuff. I kept all that stuff just so I can have something to look back at. But in the process, I still got old numbers when I got it old, little just notes I wrote and stuff like that. The love letter. So, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got so, to do that too. So after that, um, you know, the summer let out and everything. Some of us going to Daryl, some of us going to Washington, and we just split up like that. A lot of silver folk going to, well, uh, I know the majority of people went to Washington. Some went to Washington, but some went Darryl. to, yeah, some going to Douglas. I said the, the, they split up. Douglas. You had Daryl and Washington, where the majority of the people went, but then yeah, you had right. Doug and all the other outside schools that some people went to. Right. So I kept in touch with her and I remember her birthday before we ended up leaving eighth grade. So after that, I probably called her once or twice. I'll say at least twice a year to talk to her. I didn't really pursue it like that, but the attraction was still there. 
Yeah. But what I did. So hold up, let me ask you this. So when y'all did talk those two times a year, how was the chemistry and how was the conversation? Oh, every time we got on the phone, you can tell the the the, the attraction was still there. It was more like, hey, how you doing? What you been? What you been up to? It's more like that and. You know, saying all the whole friendly shit. You know, every time I call or during that time, you know, you had like whatever hot love songs out then. When I about to hit up on that phone because we was on landline, I time it and then I just like I hit play on the on the on the uh, I hit play on the radio and then the phone ring and then I get in my real sultry voice and hit us. Yeah. So, so while I'm talking to her, you hear the background. Yeah, I'm talking about the background. So, I mean, we get we caught up or whatever like that. But what I did from eighth grade all the way to I think maybe 2016, I called her every year for her birthday, like. Every year, she it was at a point she knew she wouldn't get that call. She said nobody else did that. I was the only one that every year. Damn, nigga, you ain't called me on my birthday, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I ain't even hear from the nigga. What the fuck, Boy, man? What? what the nigga, fuck, Nigga, I ain't even hey, no tech, nigga. Like, Happy birthday, bro. I ain't get none of that shit. Well, y'all didn't, y'all didn't ain't got no ad, no titties. We supposed to be family, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God damn. Yeah, I got no Y'all ain't got no <laughs> split, split them too. <laughs> but uh, nah, for Bro. real. <laughs> so I call it every year, every year for a birthday. Every year, it's to the point that it's like it was like a tradition, like. And the trip part is my birthday is November twenty third, hers is November twenty sixth. So every year, I got it before we can program it. It was just programmed in my mind that hey, I got to call her. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so would you be calling her for for this time around too? Uh, yeah, I, I call her because I, I actually. Um, you know, just with life going on, I haven't called her. Um, so what you're saying is you're sleeping on your pivot and ain't keeping up with what you're supposed to do? No, I ain't saying that at all. Oh, I'm saying that, you know, with life, um, you know, I uh, we just ain't, you know, we've been life. You know what I'm saying? So, so well, okay. Up. Matter of fact, hold on, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Let me rephrase that. I'm sorry about that. Her birthday is November 29th. Mine's the 23rd, hers the 29th. So I always remember her come six days after mine. Okay, so let me ask you this. Even though you didn't call her, did you like hit up on Facebook or something and, and still say happy birthday to her? But this was before Facebook and all that. This before I'm Facebook. Now. I'm saying now. Now, now I call her. Oh, so you still call her? I just, I haven't called her in the last couple of years. Yeah, so that's but what I'm up saying. until then, I would call her. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. since, since you stopped calling, say like in 14, you stopped calling. 15, 16, 17, 18. Did you at least send her a message on Facebook? No, I stopped around 16. God damn it, you missed. But me. I no, I because we had we just haven't 
wife went on. I just, it just slipped my mind. So did you at least send her a message? Oh. Nigga, Facebook reminds this you. Nigga, nigga. got into some shit. Look, hey, look at this detective ass nigga right here. I'm yeah. trying, I'm trying to get you your whole goddamn point. Right. You know you're fucked up, right? You know you're fucked up, right? You know you're fucked up, right? No, going out the say, candles saying, "Damn, this nigga usually never late." <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean this nigga like, probably don't knock cool points off. It down, so she probably wait on this shit. Nah, I ain't knock no cool points off, man. It's just that life happened. What if a situation with her best friend saying, this nigga been calling you all. Why don't you just give him a chance? Goddamn Mike, he ain't doing right. Girl, you right. I know that nigga better not call this shit. <laughs> girl, girl Mike, might check Mike, Mike just been... <laughs> You know, let that nigga call this your wow. We're fucking up. Why now, now, if Torn called me, it's going down. <laughs> yeah, and homie, that might be called. one of the years that he did not call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she's like, usually he's never late. And then she gonna get on that. Hey man, fuck that nigga Torn, man. Nah. That nigga ain't shit. Yeah, man, life happened. You know, I don't know what was going on with her. I was dealing with some stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and time just flew by. And man, when I did come to him, like, oh, damn, I ain't call her this year. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like a, it was like a, a ritual for me too. Every year after my birthday, when my birthday hit, I'm thinking about her birthday. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but over the years. Every time we talk to each other, you can tell the attraction was there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about, yeah, we need to we need to talk to each other more. We need to hook up. We need to do this. We need to link up. We need to do that. But then, life, you know what I'm saying? It just never happened. The time never presented itself. So fast forward to 20, maybe 2015 or 2016, um, around Valentine's Day. I was like, you know what? Uh, I was thinking about it. I said, man, I'm taking him to get her some flowers. So I sent, went on Pro, uh, Pro Flowers, had some, ordered some flowers. I was going to have it sent to her school. Some way I found out what school she went to. I called her, had a little conversation about, you know, our career or, you know, what she was doing, whatever. And, you know, hey, what school you, what school you work at, this and that? And she told me, and I found out the address to the school, and I was going to send it to her. Oh, so she a teacher now, Yeah, right? she a teacher and everything. Okay, that's what's up. So um, I was like, well, I sent the flowers to the school, but then they having to go on a break from the school during that time. So I was like, well, I'll just take a chance to send it to her house. Send it to her house. I was like, I'm going to see if I'm going to hear from her. And I hear from him during the day. Nighttime fell. She hit me up. I asked the phone. She, oh, thank you so much. Nobody has ever done that for me. Uh, it, that's never happened to me. She like, hey, I came home. So she got it when she got home. Yeah, she got home. I got one question for you. Were you even concerned if she had a dude in that motherfucker or not? <laughs> well, from... From us talking over time, she didn't have a dude. Okay. So I was aware of that before I even ordered some flowers. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? I was aware that she was single, or you know she was in a dating stage. You know what I'm saying? But I'm she glad didn't have you nobody. Did your research. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, she hey, didn't hey, have nobody. Hey, you could have got her seriously fucked. Hey, fuck hey man, fuck that nigga. Hey man, fuck that nigga. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. Fuck I, 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 yeah, I was on point with that. Fuck so, that nigga. Uh, <laughs> 
when it came to it, uh, she said she stopped by the house. But uh, I think she said she stopped at her mailbox to check something. And she was about to leave. But something told her to go by the house. And she went by the house and seen the flowers, you know, on the uh, porch or whatever. So, yeah, she was excited. She was like, yeah, I'm setting this up. She sent me a picture of her setup and everything. Uh, I had had a, got a little bear with it and stuff. So, she sent me a picture of the setup and everything. So, she was like, man. And I had... I had wrote a letter to her, some about being, uh, <laughs> I was saying something about you, you always been my chocolate thunder or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. That hit the case in JoJo, I, bro. I yeah. forgot what I wrote on the letter, Last but night, I did write I the letter, and it, it was, it was kind of funny, you know what I'm saying? But, um, she said she loved it, man. Nobody ever, you know, ever done that for her and stuff like that. She really appreciated. And she was like, she was finna step out, uh, go and hang out with some friends or whatnot. So, you know, I told her, enjoy your day or whatever. Glad I could be a part of making your day go, you know. And she's like, yeah, you did, yeah, you did. And we gotta catch up. We gotta, you know, the same thing that we did over time. And um, we ended up linking up one time we went to the movies i forgot what movies we went to see but uh we went linked up and we were waiting on the movies because uh you know how girls take a little time <laughs> so we end up missing the first showing of the movie and she had was hitting like yeah i'm gonna be running a little late or whatever so she ended up getting there so we're like well the second started this time in the meantime we could just walk around the mall and you know talk or whatever catch up and we went around the mall talking or whatever catching up and for some reason it's like you know after all this time we finally need to hang out you know i don't know what she been doing in her life she don't know what i've been doing and it's like that day the chemistry wasn't as strong as it been over the years so during the conversations you can tell that it was like Maybe she been through something or something. And I know at that time I was going through something too. So it was like we talking, but it wasn't like that real connection. That connection. You know what I'm saying? It was it's like the timing, like, damn, we finally get the timing, but then at the same time, it's bad timing too. As far as what we at right now, or as far as relationships and what we dealing with. So we went to see the movie or whatever, and you know, everything was good. I forgot what movie was But um you know, we talked that, oh, it was nice seeing you. Yeah, we got to link up again. We got to do this and that, do this and that. And then after that, I started trying to call a little more, you know, try to really take the initiative. And then we had a conversation on the phone, and it just got awkward again, you know. And it was about dating and all this and that stuff. And we was talking about relationships. Well, I was talking about relationships, and she was talking more like, well, I'm single. You know what I'm saying? So it was more like, oh, no, nah, this nigga Mr. Q. You know what I mean? It was more like, I'm talking about relationships. She more like, well, I mean, I'm pretty much single. So it was like, oh, shit. So it's like, now we off the same page. So I'm like, okay, damn, she probably at that point of her life, they was hang she was hanging out with her friends. They were going out trips. She yeah. probably wasn't thinking about no relationship, and I'm like talking about a relationship, so we weren't clicking at that time. 
So I was like, damn, well, I had to kind of switch it over and then, like, well, you know, you know, it just got awkward. So we talked for a little bit and then I seen something online where they was planning on going, I think, to New Orleans. And by that time, I had been in New Orleans. So, um, no, 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 no. They were supposed to be going to Miami. So I hit up, talking about, yeah, I see you traveling, you know, just talking. We had a good conversation then. I was telling her about some spots she can hit up in Miami or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And we had a conversation after that. But then after that, that's when it really started fading away with the time. And then I really started going through some stuff. And then that was around my 2016, and I didn't really talk to her like that. That's how I come to her. I didn't call her for her birthday because gotcha. things was happening. It was just like, damn. And I was like, damn, I've been calling her a long time. You know what I'm saying? And like, damn. So uh, the last I talked to her, hey, we spoke for a quick second. I, I, I don't remember clearly if it was a good thing or a bad thing, but we ain't really talking. But... I see she's still been active or whatever the case may be. And uh, she was uh, the one I considered the one that got away because, I mean, she was a real cool person. I think even if I see her today, I, I still mess with her. Like, she's she always been a cool person or whatever. She didn't really bring no bad energy to me. It's just I think the time of everything was off. So let me ask you this. Yeah. If it came down to it, both of y'all single. She come up to you and it's like, hey, you know, Twan, you know, we been kicking it, you know, we been, you been doing all this over the years. I want to date. Do you feel that you would date her and eventually get to the jagged edge and meet her at the altar? Skip the sex, nigga. I'm skipping here, goddamn thing. Fuck the buzz. Nah, for real though. Wait, if, do you, if, do if you she, think that you that you would eventually? If she come and date right now, yeah, I think she has the potential to to uh, to uh, build a build a guy up. You know what I'm saying? You'll build a foundation to build your kid. Yeah, I think she. I got you, I think she she has what it takes. You know what I'm saying? She got a good head on the shoulders. She pretty like straightforward. I I have I haven't known her to be a person that didn't know what she wants. Got she was focused on school, education, getting this, getting that. And she pretty much been working towards that. So that's attractive to me all by itself. And um, yeah, man, if, if if that opportunity presented itself, yeah, I will date her. You all know right, what I'm saying? All right. I date her right now, you know. So uh, I feel like she the one that got away. But at the same time, I feel like even though the time was off, it happened for a reason. Because if I would have dated her, got in some serious with her back then, it, it, it wouldn't work. And I, I would have fucked it up. But my head wasn't even there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad I kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't happen to the point that it would have ruined it and destroyed it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, she's the one that got away, you know. And I want to, you know, criteria, you know. If you out there, uh, no, I wanna <clears throat> wanna uh, spend a, send a special shout out to you, and you know also I wanna uh, dedicate this song to you um, by Luther Vandross uh, called uh, "If This World Was Mine." You know, um, to the one to let you know that 
you know, if, if this world were mine, you know, you would be a part of it, you know, and um, I'm going to <clears throat> sing this song and dedicate it to you real quick. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, I have a band and shit. All right, here we go. Here we go. Go check me out. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that, that. Hey, 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 shout out to you, everything. Huh? You oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to you, man. You know, I'm going to reach out to you when I can. And, uh, man, we're going to chop it up, man. And yeah. I hope everything going good for you, man. I'm going to pass the mic over. <laughs> yeah, I need to get that logo. Ooh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. That, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's all right. Like, that's, that is all right, right though. All right. All right, man. So I, I guess it's on me, man. Know what I'm saying? All right. We're going to pass it over to Niggerless. Ni- yeah. Wait. <laughs> niggerless wait at night. <laughs> wait a minute. Jesus. My lord, why would you do that? Alright, man. Oh, uh, so uh, you know the the female, you know that I feel that I got, I, I let get away. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. I fucked up. I I fucked up more ways than a little bit. But um, you know her name is uh Kiana Richardson. She Kiana. went to there. Yeah, man. No, she she was pretty special to me, man. Um, I can't remember which year I met her, but you know she was a freshman when I was in one of them years, I was a senior or junior, one of them, one of them. You know how shit your face, you got that look. Hey, you can do man. that to me. So you one of them dude that pull up? Hey man, shit your face, man. Hey, we been do this. Listen, <laughs> picking up them freshmen. Listen, we ain't been do this. Any anyway, anyway, I I don't even remember how. We ended up talking. I knew she was in ROTC and she uh she was the uh the uh, the Panther Pantherette look she not that damn you know name. What school she went to? She went to there. Oh man. Yeah. She went there, she man. Again? Yeah, it was some Keanu Rich. Dog skin. Yo, man, you don't seen them before. I probably have. Uh oh. Unlike y'all, I, I bring my eyebrow looking like, yeah, I don't seen her in more ways. Yeah, man, <laughs> you know. <laughs> she ain't get away from me. <laughs> that that might say I bring the bitch. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Let me see that, huh? So um I don't I honestly don't remember how how we ended up talking. Oh man, I saw her in the flame. Wait, what? But hey, they just thought the whole story. Just, hey, hey, I quit. I, I quit. That nigga boy got high pitched today. <laughs> nah, dude, she working hell so hard, nigga. I know you don't work in hell so hard. Anyway, I don't remember how me and Shawty ended up talking, but you know we did. Um, everything you know, what I'm saying was, was good between me and her. You know. Her little friend liked, uh, you know, I don't know, y'all niggas ain't never meet her, you know. Matter of fact, the one nigga that did meet her, the nigga that ain't here, Jermaine Flemister. This nigga. Uh, that, that's another moment. story for another day. Give me some moment. But anyway, you know, uh, you know, we were cool. I met her mom. She met my mom. My mom got damn crazy about it, man, you know. Even to this day, I, I asked my mom, you know, hey. 
guess who I talked to today? The first thing she'll say is, goddamn giggles. For a second, I have to, I have to think, like, who the fuck is a giggles? You know, she was always laughing and smiling. You know, she, she just had that uplifting oh, yeah. personality. Yeah. So my mama called her giggles. But, um, you know, Mom knows best. Yeah. Man, me and Keanu, you know, we did our thing. You know, I would go to her house. She would come to my house. You know, when we was talking, we was kicking it. But, um, you know, it, it really wasn't a lot in high school, you know, that we did with each other or whatever. How we kicked it outside of school. Oh, hold on. I, I got to pause your story for a minute. Uh-oh. You know when a nigga care about a chick. <laughs> Nick been vocal all this <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> the whole show. And this nigga sound like his voice cracking like a ball. Yeah, man, like get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. I got that tip. I know. That nigga. And the two. Anyway. And the king and the queen and the bitch and the queen. Anyway, man. You know, um, being that, you know, I graduated before her, you know, that kind of. Kinda, you know, put a damper on on what we had going. Yeah, you know, my ass went to the army or whatever. But when I came back from basic training, you know, I went to the school to visit the old teachers and stuff. And you know, she was there in one of the classes. And you know, me and Shaw, we kicked it off. You know, we, we still kicking or whatever. So how I fucked up, you know, when I went back to the army, she we kept in touch for a little bit, but you know. She wasn't that right there person, you know. I'm in Alaska, she in Georgia, she wasn't right there with me. So, you know, I went for somebody that was right there with me. And I kind of put Shorty by the wayside. Yeah. And that's why I feel I went wrong because, you know, like I said, her mom loved me. And goddamn, my mom loved her. It was, it was that connection. Whenever we got together, it was all fun, laugh, a whole good time. You know, at that time, things happened, and uh, she went through her little situation. I went through mine, trying to find out they were probably yeah, about 2010, 2011. I ended up seeing her again at the McDonald's over there off uh, by High Tower Train Station. Oh, oh, my, wait a minute, my bad. H.E. Holmes. Yeah. Uh, she was working over there in, in the McDonald's. So um, when I seen her, I can't remember. I was with one of our, matter of fact, I think I was with our, our very known associate that we both know, B-Rock. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was with her when we walked Say into the, the name, McDonald's. Nick. Hey, see, <laughs> the way the Lord has set up my life. I'm trying to turn a new leaf. I, I, I can't give her name out there. <laughs> but you and I T Y anyway. Uh yeah, I walked in there with her and um she was like shocked to see me in there. So she assumed that I was with old girl, so you know we didn't talk. So I left out, didn't hear from Shawty again. I say about last year? Wait, what was what's this year? 18? Yeah, man, this is about last year. I ain't know, you know, over the years, I, I hit her up, check and see how she doing. And one day, you know, she asked me to take her to work. 
I was like, you know what? I, I whatever. So I got in, took it to work, and we we ended up talking. You know, we got one of them deep conversations, man. Like she told me what what happened over the years, and told me about what you been going through and stuff. You know, I told her the same thing. Yeah. And it was kind of like at that point we had picked up. Left off, it was still good vibes and everything. Uh, but then we stopped talking. I do believe that my job, yeah, everybody know I strip for midges, so you know that's kind of a turnoff to a lot of women. So hence the name Nick at Night. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, I think that kind of scared her away, and we stopped talking. So between. Last year, this year, you know, every once in a while, you know, I hit her up, check how she doing, see how her kids doing or whatever. And, you know, tonight, of all nights, tonight, I talked to her, let her know I'll be, you know, talking to her about, on the sh- talking about her on the show. And she was like, cool. And, you know, we started talking more. She told me, you know, your profession is the real reason, well, one of the reasons why we ain't talking now. So I almost went to work. Decided to go to work tomorrow and be like, hey, hey dog, I quit, dog. Hey, I quit. You're stupid. Is it your profession now? My profession now. Oh, well, not back. Between 14 and now, I've been pretty much doing the same field of work. So that's what's kept us from talking since then. After I got out the service, it's kind of like more of me being in the service too. It's more of me being in danger. It's what really turned her off. So, you know, I kind of, like I said, I kind of screwed myself, kind of with my profession, but not really pursuing her when I should have. So, like, again, like I was saying, like talking to her tonight, you know, she told me, hey, no, it's your job that keeps me from talking to you. Well, shit, man. Hey, I quit, dog. Hey, dog. Put on my two week notice. Because I honestly feel like she's that type of female. What if I needed to change my job to get with her? I would. So you willing? I'm. I'm willing to sacrifice. To sacrifice me being in danger. Your happiness. I, who said I would have it at, at my job? Who said I would have it at my job? All right, there we go. Shit, you want to be doing that shit? You want to have it? Nah, that shit ain't true. Hey, nigga, we got bills. Shit, stripping for these midgets ain't got them. Hey, <laughs> that shit's rough. You got that slang in your Django. Call me Django, man. Django, man. But real though, um, <laughs> I, I think that even with my current profession, I think if me and Shelly, we would have sit down and, and actually talking and I give her a better understanding of why I do what I do I think it, we would be in a better position and we will actually work out but I'm going to put something out there that ain't nobody ever know she would have been the first woman that, that I had a kid but things happened end up losing the baby and I uh, after she told me that years later I kind of regret that I wasn't there 
to go through that with her. And I feel like I kind of let her down. So that, that further brings me back to say like, from our past, we've been through enough to where if she told me, hey, hey dog, stop stripping for the image, I'm gonna have to stop stripping, dog. She, she means that much to me. And if she came to me tomorrow and said, hey, hey, Nick, shit, let's do the do. Let's be a couple. But I'm changing my phone number tomorrow. It's, it's that kind of seriousness behind it because we had that kind of chemistry. We didn't have fights, we didn't have arguments, it was always fun, we was always excited to see each other. And I haven't had that kind of happiness since then. You know, man, that's saying a lot. Yeah, that, that says a lot right that's there. saying a lot. Drop the mic. So, man, man. you know what I'm saying? Hey, so Keanu, if you out there, you listening to this. Anybody that knows her that's listening to this, you let me know when you ready. You hit me up. You got, oh, you know what? I don't even know if she got my new number. It's 678. Uh, oh, never mind. I ain't gonna do it like that. You don't have one of y'all crazy ass folk calling me. But you know how to get at me. On the real, though. All right, man. Uh, man. Shot. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Nick Curry at night over there. That that Nick Curry, huh? That nigga threw that motherfucker half coat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All right, Damn, so we're going to go into Hot Rod and um, he going to end us off. You know? Shit, Leave it up to him. Man, let me let me, let me me get a swig of that yak, nigga. That yak. That, that yak. Put you on your bike. Before I got down get into this story. <laughs> Damn, Nick. Feel bad now, shit. That shit was goddamn sad as hell. Hey, listen. Hey. <laughs> I, 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 but I had to be honest about it. I feel you, though, but shit. All right, let me get into my story, man. Um, shit, let's go. So the one that got away, if I could think back and think of some shit, I'm going to have to say uh, this chick that I was involved with for a few years. Her name is Mercedes. Mercedes Brown, nigga. Close enough. That's yeah, close, that's close. <laughs> close enough. Brown, beans. Same thing. Baby. But she was amazing, man. For the for the years that we dealt with each other. For well, the good times that we dealt with each other. Let me say that. It all it started a few years ago. Well, I ain't gonna say a few years ago, but some years back when I was doing marketing for the Braves and uh she got hired to work there and i just remember seeing her come in to the office and i was like damn she's bad like her eyes were fucking piercing heaven's open Nigga, she's beautiful hands down out. what she be three series <laughs> God, oh, no. C, models C class <laughs> e class yeah you know what i'm saying a m she? She on that Maybach level. Nigga. Oh, Maybach. God. Okay. okay. Uh, please continue on. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, I well, I wouldn't even put myself in that category as stalking because we never spoke. I used to see her every morning. That you know, he was stalking. I was looking like, damn, she's bad as fuck. He was stalking. 
there. Yeah, that, that, that uh, cute for <laughs> Okay, we're gonna fast forward a couple weeks into the job. G shit. This dude. You gotta stop. <laughs> Maybach. Nah, but we uh we did a road trip to uh Auburn, Alabama. And we went on the campus of uh, Auburn University and whatnot. We did some work out there. Uh so one night, you know, we all we're on a road trip. So we it's a group of people, a couple girls, a couple guys. We had the room or whatever. So we all linked up in the room before we hit the club. We started drinking and shit. So, uh, you know, we just got into a conversation. It's my first time talking to her. So we got into a conversation. Uh, we were just talking about relationship type of shit. So at that time, she was involved with somebody. And I was involved with somebody. So I was just, you know, putting up on some game and shit. Because I, I felt like she was kind of naive to having a long-distance relationship. So you know what I'm saying? It was it was like that. So uh we get to the club, you know, a couple drinks in our system and you know, things got a little heated. We started making out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it, it it happened like that. So that you know, my first time really talking to her is that day and that shit happened that night. You know, blaming on the alcohol. So we get back to Georgia, we go back to work, you know, kinda of so, you know, I'm looking like, damn, okay. All right, we're going to open that door now. Might as well just, you know, see what's up. So I asked out. So we started kicking it, man. We started dating and whatnot. We were still involved with other people. So we just, you know, kept it light. Then, you know, the more we started hanging around each other, talking to each other, you know, feelings started being created. We started, you know, I don't know, man. Something just happened. Benefit. No, we wasn't having sex. Oh, but he said the magic. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, when you start connecting with somebody, it would, you know, you can't. That's some shit you can't explain. That shit just happened. You know what I'm saying? More on the mental. Yeah, more on the mental. Again, we were just like, like tight. Magic. <laughs> so you know if, if you know if y'all connected on a mental level. When y'all do reach that chance, that first, that first <laughs> chance y'all get with each other, that's that ripping each other clothes off type of set. You know. What I'm oh saying? no, but let me shit. To be honest, it wasn't even like that the first time. Yeah. Because I had just uh, moved into a house in Camp Creek. I was renting out a house out there. And, uh, one night she came over. I lighted over. This was before I moved out furniture in, and you know, it just, it happened. It wasn't like, you know, it was, it shit, let me just say it just happened. Let me just leave it at that. Magic. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, from that point, we started spending more time and more time and more time. And like I said, you know, she was still involved with somebody. I was still involved with somebody. She moved back home. She's from Boston. She moved back home. So we were still in contact. And by that time, she was out of a relationship, and I was out of a relationship. So we started talking and talking, and just, you know, you know how you do in relationships. You start talking to folks. You start creating long-term plans and shit like that. So that's what happened. Then all of a sudden, you know, she, she decided to move back to Atlanta. So she wanted to come down and, you know, basically just give up her whole life in Boston come down to be with me and I was like I was still I was kind of you know I was iffy about it 
mean, at yeah. first, and I was like, damn, you know, she she bad as fuck. Oh, you know, that's that's amazing right there. I'm gonna I'm get this. I'm gonna bag this shit up. But you know, shit started happening in my personal life. A lot of shit started, you know, falling apart. Yeah, and uh, yeah, life happens and shit. You know, so she ended up moving sooner than I expected. So I'm like, damn, I'm still recovering from shit happening to me, but I ain't opening nothing up to her and let her know what's really going on. So I'm just trying to be cool with her. And, she, you know, she basically just giving herself 100% to me. So by how long after she told you, hey, I'm going to move to Atlanta, we should move? Within a few months. Yeah, it, it was fast. She it was fast. Just yeah, got so that thing was like, that time, man. Yeah, timing was was good and bad at the same time because I had stuff lined up for when she got here, but that shit kind of fell apart too because of you know shit going on and I got to pay for certain shit. Just a lot of shit was just going on in that one year span, goddamn. But about by the time she got down here, we started back kicking it and whatnot, and she you know she was still doing her thing. She was uh, living you know with family and shit like that until she was able to get her own spot. I could have moved in when she got it, but I just, I don't know. I, something told me not to take that step and just jump out there and just go with her. I don't, I, I wasn't comfortable, you know, because I was still going through my situation. I ain't want to put that shit on her. Yeah. But I was still on my fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? You know how we get out here, you know, ego. I hear these screams. You know, you out here I ain't taking shit serious. But fuck. she was steady proving that she was serious every single fucking day, like without no question, nigga. She was here. Anything I wanted, you know, she was dead cool. Whatever I needed, she was always there. And I would I was just like, damn man. Well, I didn't feel bad. Well, I felt bad after the fact. But doing I'm like, I don't give a fuck, man. Cause all that shit, all that bad shit had to happen. So I'm like, man, fuck it. I'm about to bounce back off this shit and I'm about to, you know, the glow up about to be about to be something serious out here. But I'm not thinking about all the sacrifices she made for me. You know what I'm saying? So my behavior led to the end of this our relationship that we had. Damn, at the time. but at the end of the day it's like you had a chick that hopped up move from a whole another state you know how like nigga i can't even get somebody to move across the street from my ain't got right but i'm just saying like that the average nigga probably be like that's like a big ass ego boost that you know you got this bad chick that just moved from another city to come down here and kick it with you to start a new life with you yeah and you, you know, and it's almost as if you took it for granted, you know. Yeah, I, I, that's exactly what it is. I took Ain't no white nigga, he did. That's, right. it. Yeah. that's exactly what yeah. it is. I, went, yeah. I wasn't yeah. serious when she was showing me she was serious, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Still has growing to do. Yeah. Man, and, uh, you know, I was still acting immature. You know, I was out here partying and doing other stupid shit. Not really Being taking her serious. I, I wasn't really oh, on no hoes. Like, I, I wasn't. <laughs> but you know, like you said, both of them already had situation. Yeah, but that was this was after the situation though. Oh, when she oh, came okay. back. She was completely okay, okay, okay. like yeah. mine. Like I'm a I just didn't take it serious. Right. I took it for granted. 
because I wasn't thinking about all the shit that she had to sacrifice and and all the shit that she gave up for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, she was, she basically proved herself how much she loved me to make that move. And I was just like, yeah, you know, being a nigga like, you was on that uh, young girl shit. Fuck that shit. Exactly, you know what I'm saying So uh, The shit started going You know, we stopped spending time with each other We were still communicating But, you know, the time started going down And then she was told She was telling me that she was thinking about moving back home So I'm like, you know On the bullshit I was like, yeah, shit, go ahead You know, if that's best for you, go ahead, leave You know what I'm saying I was like, I'll be alright You know, what niggas do Damn And she ended up goddamn leaving you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, she actually got damn left. This motherfucker gone. Ain't no coming back from that shit. So, you know, basically, uh, fast forward that shit, you know, I called, you know, explained everything to her. I actually think I explained every single thing before she left. We went out and had dinner. So I just, you know, by that time, she was already she was gone. So I'm like, fuck, let me just tell her what's really going on. So I explained everything to her. Let her know. I fucked so, up basically. So let me ask you this. Yeah. What stuff are you forgetting on now? Life, nigga. I got so much shit going on here. And she got a lot of shit going on up there now. I don't, I don't know. Would you be willing to relocate there? Hell no. And that's nothing against fan? her. That's nothing against her. You don't want to be a Patriots fan or a Celtics fan? Hell no. Not no Boston. You don't want to be but Boston? Did she have that, that that Boston, you know what I'm saying, lingo that? Yeah, did she Boston? Hey, Rod, I'm coming to get you in my car. <laughs> hell, nah, hell, nah. She wasn't like that. I don't know. She sounded pretty normal to be from Boston. I mean, when she get around her, her friends, and now she, it come out a little they bit. They be sounding pretty straight. Yeah, it do sound good, but you know what hers mean? wasn't strong. Like okay, that. yeah. But uh, yeah, man. <laughs> you stupid. So I so I'm gonna ask you another question. But yeah, I mean, I fucked up. So I explained to her. She ended up going back home, but she's currently living, still in Boston. You know, we still. I don't say we communicate like that, but I did let her know. You know, I wish her birthday, happy birthday, and shit like that. You know, we still. Every now and then, it's something. Okay, so. So, yeah. If she was to come back to Atlanta, hot Atlanta, mm-hmm. or you again, yeah, would you make that jump and be with and try to be with? Her? That's a good ass question, nigga. God damn, I'm taking a squid before I answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> so she came back to Atlanta. Oh wait, god damn, not for the me, but just coming period. Are you asking for me or just to both? I mean, if she came for me now, then that'd be, you know, that'd be kind of stupid not to, to pass that up the but second anyway, time. Was, I was going to say it was stupid the first time. But, I mean, easier said than done. When you're in the bullshit, you, right. you don't really see your bullshit until after the fact. You know what I'm saying? So that's all that situation was, man. I don't know, man. If she happened to move here and, and if it's still that same connection, yeah. But... I don't know, you know, it's been like a couple years now, so you don't know, you don't know what people got going on. You ever thought about going up there visiting her? Yeah, I have, to be honest. You know they do a cruise out of there. 
And I ain't been on a vacation in a while. Ain't going no cold ass crew, nigga. We gonna try this again. Damn crew, <laughs> nigga. It's some summer months. Hey, you talking about? Well, I mean, I've thought about traveling to Boston, but not solely for her. On some other business shit, so. All right, there you go, nigga. Answer your question. God damn Think it. about traveling to Boston. <laughs> In a <the> car. <laughs> not on the shit. <laughs> that fucking car. All right. <laughs> But yeah, man. So, uh, Mercedes Brown, if you listen to this shit, you know, you are the one that got away. Maybe, 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 Hey, that's what's up, man. And I know we've been in here with y'all, damn near. But hold up, hold up, be right before you say that. One thing I noticed by everybody's story is like the timing wasn't right you know and it's like everybody's situation was pretty much like like kind of off yeah the timing wasn't right and everybody mentally wasn't in place in place or prepared or all of the above goddamn you know yeah so I don't know it's just kind of weird yeah some of us uh no man, uh, fortunate enough for me, I didn't jump in it and potentially ruin everything. But in a way, I feel like I missed the opportunity. In a way, I didn't. I mean, from my knowledge, she haven't had any kids or anything. She isn't married or anything that's for my knowledge i mean i don't know i probably could hit her up tomorrow and she probably could be engaged or she probably could be pregnant right now you know what i mean i don't know but at least i still have that opportunity to where i can call her we can trip out and still be friends you know what i'm saying i didn't get in there and then ruin it to where she don't want to talk to me period you know what i mean so you know i'm fortunate enough for that uh, as far as me uh where me i mean like i said we we talk every once in a while but uh i think my profession stripper from agents uh really puts a damper on that man how about this how about you just take her and go on that fucking cruise you keep talking about <laughs> why, why y'all go on that cruise listen, listen. <laughs> why you bullshit <laughs> if you listening if you want to go on a cruise i will pay for the whole all yeah. this, hey, all this, hey, go on that cruise with him so he can fucking stop asking us. <laughs> Ain't no bad man. I said it was a crew one time, man. Shit your ass up, man. <laughs> he, he even trying to send hot rod on a crew. <laughs> hey, okay, listen, just, just think about the situation though. You a couple of four five days on a boat, you ain't got nowhere to go, but ain't nobody in there. Like, how would I just? I ain't talked to her in a few months. <laughs> no, I'm saying you got to build up to it, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 you want to go on this cruise? Hey, you want to hit the cruise up? Hey, hey bull, why, why y'all bullshitting that high helmet, that high line motherfucker? Like, I, I ain't, ain't never been on one or shit. I ain't been on vacation. Why? You, you got to start somewhere. Shit. Hey, you got to start somewhere, but I mean, you my don't know situation. What kind of situation God, God yeah, damn it. Yeah, God damn it. I'm taking a jump. I want to hit. I'm on my Mario sheet. That's Fuck almost yeah. I want every. <laughs> Opportunity, nigga. If you want me to go on the crew, you pay for it. <laughs> Are you willing to pay? That shit gonna hit you in the head just like that. 
Hey. I'm with I'm with it. I mean, I'm I'm confident enough to do it. Okay then. But, but these nuts. But my I'm just I, I ain't in that place right now to do that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know if, if she involves somebody right now. Listen, we already out here. <coughs> yeah, I ain't gonna put that out no more. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm saying we already in Miami blowing these cocaine, but uh, we, we, I don't give a fuck, hey, man. Look, I ain't got nothing to do with what he talking about. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, <laughs> all right, so on that note, <laughs> that was my cue. All right, <laughs> we'll be in here almost an hour and a half with y'all, good people. Um, we gonna wrap it up right there. Stay tuned, part two, part two, part Rock, hear y'all talk about. We might hit y'all with a part two. We might bring some. Um, just hot up. rod, straight up. Dub City, yeah. Nick at night in the daytime. What it do? What it do? And we're gonna get back with y'all on Truth Be Told Radio.